Um, hey, viewers and podcasters and listeners and all of that sort of good stuff. Welcome to the Goal Weekly Show. It's our second episode for the year. But I think we're up to what, Dan? 198. 198. Hey. Two to go, boys. Girls. Oh, God. What are we doing for 200? Well, that's a great question. Um, I'm sure you have plenty of plans in the works that you just can't reveal yet. Yeah. Well, like, NDA, 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 every week. NDA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No. Um, it's COVID, you guys. COVID's killing us. It's the, the whole, like, not being able to be in studios and all that sort of stuff. And we will get our heads around it. Oh, of course. It's bang on five o'clock. So, of course, my daughter's <laughs> going to show up. Yes. <laughs> She's got an internal Sorry. clock. They all do. So, so when do you guys uh, get out in Perth? Because I hear things are going well. You're having lots of donut days. Yeah. So, um, and to give everyone some backstory. So, yeah, we've been in uh, well lockdown last week and sort of compulsory masks outside the home this week. And after a... Co- COVID scare and um, that person who was highly infected or infectious allegedly and out for three days has not spread a single case. Woo! We had donut days ever since. So it's like to fire every kind of odd you could imagine possible. That's um, amazing. Yeah. So uh, if it gets to uh, 1 a.m., uh, sorry, 12.01 a.m. on Valentine's Day, just in time for some kissing, guys. Um, yeah. We're back Woo! to normal. Yeah, our uh, health director here said that if you wanted to kiss anybody at midnight, you had to make sure you were going to get their phone number in case you needed to track them down. <laughs> <Peter. That's> right. <laughs> um, scanning, scanning your QR code. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can you that's imagine personal QR codes? I don't know if you guys have ever been to a conference where, like, you've got a conference app and you all have like QR codes and like digital business cards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What a drag. Yeah. Imagine doing that in real yeah, life. What a drag. <laughs> oh, no. All the time. Uh, <laughs> That's sucks. If you complain about, like, checking in at businesses, imagine it can get worse. <laughs> well, and I, I tell you, one of the funny things about the mask, and I know this is a bit off topic, but um, they've got this weird thing about what can constitute exercise. So if, you can, if you're doing vigorous exercise, you don't need to wear a mask. So I watched my indoor cricket team play last night with masks on and they were puffing like anything, but they couldn't take it off because it's not defined as heavy exercise. Oh. So um, it was pretty funny to watch, actually. Whoa. Because the mask covers your eyes a bit, right? So yeah, it's just if you've got nice cheeks, it just goes in your eyes. That's correct. Exactly uh, right. Uh, terrible. Uh, <clears throat> shocking. I'm not but sure. We- we live through it. You're not sure if what? Oh, you heard about poor Jaina. She uh, she has had incidents wearing masks. Then one of them re- re- like resulted in her like stacking it off a treadmill. Um, oh. <laughs> How was she running with her face? No. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? I'm not sure. I don't have the ins and outs. So she was like, I am done with wearing masks. Jaina's um, <laughs> one of our lovely community members. Uh, yes. In Game of Oz. Yeah, wonderful. A magnificent nerd too, I believe. Um, hey, guys, let's dive into some news for this week, shall we? Heck yeah. Yep. Uh, can I start off with something that's very close and very near and dear to my heart? Um, and something that I think is going to completely change the scope of how we play video games in this country. Yes. And even for you guys over in the ditch as well. Mike Reflex. Are we calling you Mike <laughs> Nut tonight or are we calling yes. you Reflex? Yes. For, so if you're not watching on Twitch no, he, and you're listening to our Mike, podcast, Mike, Mike he, it's Mike Nut on the shirt and you've got the Pit Vipers. The, Pit Vipers on as well. Mike Nut. And you've had a shave. I have. Mm. Mike Nut shaves. What did you do with all that beard hair? I uh, donated it to children who needed hair. <laughs> Mike Nutt cares about kids. You're a wonderful man. <laughs> Mike Nutt does. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm talking about NVIDIA GeForce now, you guys. Heck uh, yes. Yeah, powered by Pentanet, uh, who I'm very close to over here. Shut up, Dan. Uh, <laughs> and <clears throat> no, there's a bit of a running gag over here at the moment that I'm everywhere. Oh, you are like, everywhere. You're yeah, omnipresent. Like, 
but like literally everywhere. So um, if you are cables in holes, <laughs> if you're if you're listening to most of the radio stations here, you're hearing um, my pentanet ads. Uh, if you are um, looking at refinancing um, the insurance on your car through Budget Direct, you're hearing my ad. Um, I'm on billboards for the radio show. I'm on billboards for Pentanet. I'm on ads on the telly. Um, and I'm just about to release a, a barbecue beef rub with Whittington's. So, <clears throat> so that's why Dan's laughing, because I'm literally everywhere. You oh, can't get crap. away from a barbecue yeah. beef rub. Why, why didn't you like lead with that one? That's the most exciting. Well, that was my segue. Um, GeForce Now is coming to Australia, and how good is it um, that we're going to have this barbecue beef rub? Yes. Uh, but no, look, uh, I'm glad, Mike Nutt. Um, no, quite literally, look, the, the future is GeForce Now. It's very exciting. Um, it's powered by Pentanet, so Pentanet's bringing it exclusively to the country, um, launching this year. And it's essentially gaming by the cloud. So it's for me, it's uh, it's you know that gone are the days of um, flicking through my sort of library and going, oh, I really want to play that game, and then having to wait a while to download it. Uh, where rather instead, it's like, oh, I want to play that game. I want to play Dauntless. I want to play Wolfenstein Youngblood. I just want to jump on Destiny for a few minutes. I'm going to play a bit of Grip and all the rest of it, and literally just hitting play. Um, and you're streaming the game. And the best part about it is I could be at home, I could be on the toilet, I could be at the gym, I could be on the train. Uh, if my internet connection's looking the goods, then I'm streaming that stuff anywhere. I'm glad you included the toilet. That's an, an important place. To... It's very important. It's well, a yeah. very it angry place. Too. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Nutt. Mike Nutt, nice. um, We've got a message there from Mercury saying he's already signed up. I've already signed up too. So if you go to the website, you can uh, sign up. Yes. Uh, if you go to gfn.pentanet.gg, gfn.pentanet.gg, you can sign up to get alerted for the beta. Register your internet now. Uh, Windows PC, Mac, NVIDIA Shield, Chromebook, Android, your web browsers, your iPhones, your iPads, your Android, the whole lot. Um, you do, you are really everywhere. I'm everywhere. You're going to be oh. in our toilet soon too. I will. <laughs> I'll be there going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look, it's, it's very exciting. Uh, very, very exciting. So yeah, GeForce Now, check it out. Uh, but go to gfn.pentanet.gg if you want to have a look at it a little bit more closely. Now that's the good news. Ooh. Let's move on to the rougher side of things in gaming because there has been a lot of rough Mm. A lot of rough this week. Mm. CD, CD Project Red uh, and the hacking there. Uh, and we'll get on to Anthem very, very soon. But hands up, who's seen the CD Project Red stuff today? Mike yep, Nutt Natty. Has. Mike Nutt has. Dan, I don't know if your hand's up. I'm sorry. No. Okay, we've lost Dan. All right, awesome. Oh, there we go. Awesome. What? <laughs> Dan, what? No, we've lost. No, we've lost. We've lost. Are you still with Optus? Yes. Got him. I can hear you. Are you still with Optus? I yes. think we need ten subs right now to pay for Dan I think <laughs> to change I his internet provider. That's what yeah. I think we need right now. Gavis <laughs> uh, just said Dan is on fifty six k. He's absolutely cooked it. Mike Nutt was uh, on uh, Packet via Pigeon. Packet via Pigeon. Um, <clears throat> let's debunk CD Projekt Red, but before we do, I just want to go around the room. Who is playing this game? Hands hands up. Are, are you? Hmm. No. Uh, Mike Nutt says half. You, you've played it. Uh, Mike Nutt has played it. He's just not currently playing Correct. It. Yes. Um, and just thoughts really quickly. Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? Mike Nutt was pleased. Okay, good. That's good. I'm glad you were pleased. <laughs> so if you guys aren't across this story... Oh, Dan, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we gotcha. So CD Projekt Red has been the victim of a targeted cyber attack in which hackers claim to have stolen internal documents and the source code 
for Cyberpunk 2077, The Witcher 3, and more. The company announced the attack on Twitter, noting its internal systems have been compromised and that the hackers had left a ransom note. The ransom note was released to the public alongside the announcement and it claims that the hackers have dumped full copies of the source codes for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3, presumably the next-gen edition coming later this year. The hackers also claim to have access to all of the company's documents related to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. The ransom note ends by noting that CD Projekt Red has 48 hours to contact the hackers or your source codes will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more and people will see how you... how your, excuse me, shitty company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will dive even lower. The note continues. According to CD Projekt Red, devices on its network have been encrypted, but they have begun restoring their IT infrastructure and data through backups. And they have gone on to say that we will not give in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor, being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of the compromised data. The company's Twitter statement reads, CD Projekt Red said that to the best of its knowledge, the compromised systems did not contain any personal data of our players or users of our services. Natty, Hmm. if something like this is landing in your lap and your CD Projekt Red, what are you thinking? Uh, Probably uh, having a giant turd in my pants right at that second. (laughs) Probably. I mean, I think, honestly, one of my bigger concerns is that staff at that company have had death threats And if they're talking about leaking the personnel files, HR information, people are going to have the phone numbers, addresses, names of all of my staff. And Mm. that is my first priority. Whenever you're looking at a data breach, you need to protect the people first who, like, honestly, if they leak all the code, you deal with that. Mm. Make sure your people are safe. Flexi? Sorry, Mike. Mike Nutt thinks that the whole... CD Projekt Red thing has gone on for a little bit too long. Mike Nutt believes that people should be safe in their workplace and day-to-day businesses. Mike Nutt believes that if all users of CD Projekt Red's products believe that things are going south, then Mike Nutt thinks everyone should get a Mike Nutt t-shirt and some pit vipers to hide your face (laughs) because your documents are out there. Stay safe, kids. Are you going to do this for the whole show? I just need to ask the question. <laughs> Mike Nutt can confirm. So okay. good. Uh... <laughs> Danny Mike Boy? Nutt never smiles, by the way. Really? <laughs> I love Mike Nutt. Um, oh, it's disturbing. Um, and I, I, I just goes back to me, you know, to being a human being and being a decent person. And this is just the loss of the load of me. So stuff then. It pisses me off. But uh, I, th- I think we're also dealing with a bunch of five-year-olds because I don't know if what you're reading <laughs> there has the uh, we pawned you or whatever the co- direct quote was. It's you have been epically pwned. Yes. That's literally what it says. <laughs> like, yeah, right. it's either a lost in translation thing or these guys are from 25 Welcome years ago. 2001 <laughs> kids dial up as a thing. <laughs> I mean the other thing is that it could be corporate sabotage like you look at competitors that could be doing something like this but uh, would you but that's an extra step but that's look that's fair and that is an extra step but it's a fair you know it's a fair presumption that that may be the case but I mean if you're a if you're a corporate if you're a um, competitor I mean, you're you're having a field day with what's going on in CD Projekt Red at the moment, aren't you? Like yeah. you, you know, you're not wasting your time with it because it's like they've they're hurting. They yeah. are hurting. Um, and I, like I look at this and I kind of go, these poor bastards, like they're people. Like it's yeah. you know, that's the roughest part about this, I guess. You know, because it's video games and stuff, and um, people tend not to take it that that seriously. And the community mm. can, be a, you know, it can be the mob with pitchforks and. <laughs> Um, yeah. Somebody just unzipped their pants. No, that's me. I'm trying out something. It's my okay. um, uh, headphone <laughs> thing. Right. No, okay. I'm glad. 
My hands are up. <laughs> but Mike no, Martin can answer without using his hands. Look, at the end of the day, they're people, aren't they? And that's the thing. That's the main yeah. thing. That's the point. They are actually people. So it's yeah. really terrible to see something like this. I did see one response to a tweet, uh, to the tweet that gave me a chuckle. And I, I feel terrible for laughing at it. Um, <laughs> but it was but it was someone who responded with, what the fuck the hacker's going to do? Fix the game? <laughs> um, so, so I... Like I, I did have a laugh. I did have a bit of a laugh. But, That's great. Um, I was about to say that probably it looks will. like if the hackers have got the it, source code, then don't know where they got it from because CD Projekt Red clearly didn't have it to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. I, I mean, that's, that, that could be the only thing that would be good if they just release Cyberpunk source code because it's not like people are buying the game right now. Um, yeah. You know, they could actually make it good for the people who already own it. Well, I say that. Some people have had a wonderful experience and it's been fine, but make it good for the people who haven't. Can yeah. I just ask, um, like the, this this to me, there's an opportunity for a redemption story here because it's not like we haven't had, it's not like we haven't had video games before that have failed upon launch and then they have come back bigger and better and stronger. No Man's Sky comes to mind, for example. Yeah. You know, We've, we've got an incredible game there. Final Fantasy XIV is another one that shit the bed upon its launch, and now it's it's incredible. It's a it's a wonderful game to play. Just ask Nico um, from our <laughs> team, like he'll tell yeah. you. Um, so, like, there's – I just – I look at it and I go, there's hope for you yet. you just got to get your shit together, and I'm sure that's what they're doing. Mm. Um, I think the, the, the terrible thing to see, given everything we were hoping from this game, is that um, to see it in the dollar bin at a JB Hi-Fi. Mm. You know? mm-hmm. What do you mean? Nope. Nope. Why? Stop that from happening. All right. I'm glad. <laughs> Super superhero Mike Nutt. Not a superhero. Um, just a man of balance. Mike Nutt knows what needs to be done. I mean, it's been eight years of hype, right? It's it's just devastating what's happened to this game, and it's devastating what's going on with CD Projekt Red right now. Like you, yeah. you, you guys are right. Like no company deserves this, um, and the people working no. at those companies don't deserve this. Hopefully it's like they all they got was like this much and then they're all fake threats and they won't have anything, maybe. I don't know if people recall when Half-Life 2 was initially leaked before it came out and Valve offered the German hacker a job in their cybersecurity team, which was an absolute bullshit <laughs> ruse. Um, the FBI was actually working on behalf of Valve to fly the guy over and he was going to be arrested upon landing in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, however, yeah. the German police caught wind of it and stopped the guy at the airport and said, you get on that plane, you're going to have it a whole lot worse than what we're going to do to you. You might as well come with us. And uh, yeah, right. yeah, he was going to be given serious prison time and no job at Valve. It was an elaborate ruse. Mike Nutt hates ruses. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that how they, um, isn't that, I might be wrong here, but isn't that how they sort of, Curbed piracy for a bit by actually giving, paying the pirates off to stop doing it. Correct. Is that right? There are still white hat pirates yeah. out there. Yeah. Wait, white hat pirates? Yes, ma'am. Uh, what? How? I understand how white hat hacking works. How does white hat pirating work? What Mike Nutt does is not to be broadcasted on the internet. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying you're involved, Mr. Nutt, all right? I just... <laughs> Mr. Nutt. I am. It is so not <laughs> Out with it. Uh... <laughs> I love Mike Nutt. The nut leads by example. <laughs> As all good nuts should. Correct. Now, uh, back over to the dollar bin at JB Hi-Fi, which yes. is where you currently find Anthem. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yep. Now, does it, is anybody across Anthem next? Because until um, I started reading reports that its future depends on EA's upcoming internal review... I didn't even know Anthem Next was a thing. Am I out of the loop here? I don't know if anybody's been seriously following it. Um, out of all of my friends that played it, there's one I know that still plays it. Um, mm. So I just don't think people are sharing water cooler style any information about the game. Like things like this usually spread. Oh, here we go. Corner Flag Games has just said Anthem has had a boom recently. So maybe something in those communities that's been been sparked. 
I I am going to go out on a limb here and say that that's probably got a lot to do with how hard Xbox has been pushing um, Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate because Anthem yeah. at the moment is on Game Pass Ultimate uh, and Game Pass and I and, and through through EA because you can get all the all sorts of games from EA through your Game Pass Ultimate subscription and I um, I've downloaded it like I've got it because it's it's just sitting there and I have hope for this game yet. Mm. Um, but they have been pushing Game Pass like crazy. Like when you see a Game Pass Ultimate seven-day trial on the side of a Pringles canister, um, <laughs> they're, they're going pretty bloody hard. So, are, are you on the other? Yeah, you on the other side of the Pringles? Yeah. Truck? <laughs> <laughs> Mike not Guys, oh, uh, I'm releasing oh. a new flavor. What's <laughs> your pop? You can't stop. It's uh, it's combining um, the smoky barbecue rub from Whittington's uh-huh. and, and the speed of flavour that hits your tongue, much like how uh, quickly fixed wireless brings internet well, to say, you through you Pentanet. Use, you use the Pringles lid to, to fire off the um, the signal peak. That's right. No cables yeah. and holes. Boom. And then I get, then I get in my range uh, Ford Maddington Everest and I drive home. <laughs> Mike not approved. Of you just need to get like a NASCAR T-shirt with just all yeah. the logos on oh, it. It'd be easier. I, seriously, I I should get that. That should be my sleeve tattoo. I'm organising a sleeve tattoo, and I'll just get that done. Yeah. Um, you know, like instead of Sparco and all the other things that you see on cars, uh, it'll be internet. It'll be what? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! What? Why do you, you add to your ass? You've got one on your ass. I do have one on my ass. Oh, yes, yes, I do. That. Well, it's a, it's a bit oh. hard to show off, isn't it? Nope, not my, not plates, guys. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, my my badonka donk is always ready for display. Can <laughs> <Yeah>. confirm. <laughs> have seen um, right up Main Street. So, look, if, you got, if, you, if you're watching this on Twitch right now or you're listening to this um, through our podcast, let's just dive into this for a second. So this is a report from IGN, and it says that the fate of Anthem hangs in the balance depending on how an internal review of the reboot goes. That's according to a new report, which says there's a chance EA expands the Anthem next team or shelves the game altogether. In a new report from Bloomberg, EA executives will review the latest version of Anthem next Later this week, depending on how the project is progressing, EA will continue to back and grow the Anthem Next team or abandon the project. So it's this or it's this. Anthem Next was set to be a redo of sorts for Anthem. Bioware's live service action RPG, which quickly lost traction with players. We all know why. Bioware handed Anthem to Bioware Austin, which specifically works on live projects like Star Wars The Old Republic. Now, of course, everybody knows that SWTOR is an absolutely ripping game. So, good team to be handing that stuff over to. However, Bioware Austin executive producer Christian Daly became the face of Anthem Next, writing three blog posts about Anthem Next development throughout 2020. But according to the report, Daly left the Anthem team in December as part of a management shakeup. And Bioware's Casey Hudson and Mark Dara, also the company in December as well. So a lot of like a lot of cool heads have rolled yeah. from those studios at the moment. And I mean, that was one of these things that I was reading earlier today, where I was kind of like, if these are the people that um, have led, you know, teams that have built games like the Old Republic, and yet they're not there anymore. Well, who's pushing? Who's the talent? Who's who's yeah. rolling this stuff out? And mm. I. I'm really concerned about it because I would personally love to see, I'd love to see an Anthem game that we'd all love to play. I really would. I just look at it and I still think that the premise is really freaking cool. The potential is there for an amazing game. I love things like the the skins of the the javelins. I like the different javelin classes. I loved the the way that, you know, they made flying and maneuverability. It was just, you know, once you scratch the surface, it was empty. And that was the issue. Yep. I agree. Yeah. No, that gameplay loop was perfect. Needs re-delivering with just everything tenfold because I I would enjoy the shit out of it. 
Mm. Sorry, Mike would enjoy the shit out of it. I can't speak for myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you broke character. Oh. No, I'm still speaking in the third person. Mike. <laughs> Mike needs help. Mike Nook. Mike Nook knows what Mike Nook needs. Um, what about you guys? Have you seen something around the place, Natty? Mm. Anything caught your attention? You mean with... Just news-wise? Oh, yeah. I mean, anybody who cares about League of Legends in uh, Oceania got some great news this week. Heck yes. Yeah, so we've got the League of Legends Oceanic Circuit. So we are the LOC here. LCO. Oh, LCO. I'm glad you're here, Pete. (laughs) It's the League of Legends Circuit Circuit Oceania. But yeah, because yep. that makes sense. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so eight teams have been announced, and it's actually kicking off later this month, isn't it? Let me double check that date um, because I was like, "Wait, what? It's all happening like super quickly." Uh, uh, yeah. So we've got uh, Order, Pentanet, Chiefs, Direwolves, Legacy, Mammoth, Avant, and Gravitas competing. Um, they have five weeks of uh, uh, round double double round robin tournament and then at the conclusion of that the bottom three teams will be eliminated and then from the end of march they'll be doing double elimination playoffs and then finals after that into april so it, i'm just really excited that it's kind of happened really quickly it feels like it's happened really quickly anyway yeah. um from the closing down of uh the Le- league of legends right sponsored league last year to these great teams so genevieve capital and esl gaming have just gone at this full hog for this to all be happening so quickly uh you mm. can tell everybody's really passionate passionate about it and you know that well i feel like it's in good hands i don't know about you pete because you have obviously a different insight into this whole experience being involved in it you want some more <laughs> um no so yes uh, though just running back over that as well I, again um so it was late last year that um ESL and Guinevere Capital, uh, Dave Harris, who people might know in the space um, from Guinevere, uh, you know, synonymous with things like the Melbourne Esports Open and um, high top tier esports in the region. Um, and of course, ESL, which is, you know, the planet's biggest esports company. Um, <clears throat> um, they have come together and they're underwriting the league. Um, and that is professional League of Legends here getting a, a lease on life again. So, um, I have to go and put Master Bread on the television. No worries. A moment, so please. Can, can <laughs> I will. And... I shall. I, I might just um, share some of the uh, words that have been shared in the recent press release. Um, so Peter Du, who was the LCO League Manager and the Senior Project Manager at ESL, was like, "Raise your koalas because Competitive <laughs> Oceanic League of Legends is back. Uh, we're excited to build up the LCO and create the strongest and most entertaining League of Legends competition that the region has ever seen." So, like, just even from the snippets that they're giving in press releases, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the pumped upness of what's going on. Everybody is going at this whole hog. Uh, everybody's announcing their teams and who they've got on their um, rosters, yeah. which is really exciting as well because we're starting to see some of the uh, best names in OCE that haven't gone over to uh, North America. It's starting to pop yeah. up now and uh, say, "I'm this, I'm on this team." Uh, so. Uh-huh. It's, it's really good. It's really, really good. Really, really exciting. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys have ever played League of Legends before. No, I haven't, no. No? 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 Any no. MOBAs at all? Mike Nutt has played MOBAs, but League of Legends is not one that tickles the nuts fancy. Well, <laughs> I would have thought you'd be right into last hitting, Mike Nutt. I hit things just the right amount. Last, first, medium, doesn't matter. The nut hits and the nut needs. But um, you can totally tell, Natty, that when they, as someone who reads a lot of press releases, when they take the effort to, you know, make it sound great, it, they're generally pretty excited. So yeah. it's clearly going to be good from what <clears throat> I can I f- tell. I feel like I need to share the uh, Pentanet's uh, GG's recent press release. Oh, yeah. Pete probably wrote it. <laughs> oh, it was, I mean, technically it was my idea, so yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's it's very good, and, it and there's good. A, yeah. So like, tell 
explain the press release and then I'll tell you the history behind it. Okay, so I got this really super exciting email forwarded from Pete and I was like, Shit. oh my God, the, head, the hell, headline is PGG LCO media release. I'm like, oh, they're announcing some really exciting things for the LCO. How exciting. The press release comes out. We have a team. Hashtag <laughs> PGG smash. Hashtag no cap. <laughs> Now, Dan, you've you have you have seen your way through many, as you just mentioned, many a press release over your time. Yeah, and you know that press releases are usually wordy and full of shit. Yeah, it's a headline, and then it's just crap. It's it's bloody filibuster. I I can't help but feel you're inspired by the great Michael Jordan, who wrote famously when he came back to basketball the two words, "I'm back." Yeah. So very sick, and that, that's awesome. Very much, and I like until you mentioned that it's probably it was probably sitting in the back of my mind somewhere. But mm. um, to give you guys a bit of an insight, uh, when we first put Pentanet.gg together, um, uh, I was sitting in the office at, at Pentanet in Balcata here in WA, and um, the signatures, the, the five signatures came through one after the other, bang, 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 and I slammed my hand on the table. And we were mucking around with cameras and stuff at the time. So we happened to have one on. I slammed my hand on the table and I was like, we've got a team. We have a team. And then ran around Pentanet just high-fiving people, just going, we have a team, we have a team, we have a team. And then that got shared to socials and it took off a little bit. And then it became a meme for our uh, team throughout this, the splits last year. You know, every time we'd have a win and even every time we'd have a loss, we have a team all we through the chat. So yeah. we got to... We got to um, uh, yeah, getting ready to announce our team this year and we wanted to put out a press release and and it was like, that's it, just that. Bloody great, I love it. Just There's the header at the top, yep. pentanet.gg, and then yep. halfway down the page, we have a team and then yep. bang. Um, love it. So, yeah, look, we're, we're excited. Um, we have put together arguably the best team in the country um so i look i personally feel like we are the team to beat and that's not just a because i'm pgg's general manager um these are the best in the country um Bio panther uh, our top laner pabu um who's one of the the best if not the best jungler in the region um he's the he's the sort of guy who's knocked off faker 1v1 like that's you know one of his big claims mm-hmm. internationally so He's very, very good. Um, Praetith, and then new to the team, Decoy and Chaz. Um, so <clears throat> it's going to be very cool to watch these guys. And as you mentioned, Natty, um, we're just around the corner. I think February 23 is is round one. So, um, yeah, very, very cool. Apolodex is in chat on Twitch at the moment. Um, ESL slash GC collaboration was a huge step in ANZ Esports, especially during dire times. And it certainly was dire times for everybody towards the end of last year because the rug was pulled out of us, essentially. Professional yeah. league was gone from the region. Um, and then they dived in and said, we're going we're gonna to make sure that pro league is here, which, of course, filters down through everything. It filters into grassroots. High school students knowing that they've got a professional pathway opportunity. So um, it's very cool. I think everybody's feeling a little bit safer knowing that it's in the hands of... ESL and Guinevere rather than Riot. Um, just yeah. a bit more stability, I think, for everybody. Um, and we all, like everybody, I feel like everybody's investing everything because they know it's not going to be ripped away from them. So, yeah. Yeah. And the best part about it is uh, just one other thing. Um, this year, at least, there's still a pathway via the what what is now called the LCO to international tournaments. Mm. So... Um, there was a lot of conjecture as to whether or not um, there will be international opportunities for the local region, <clears throat> but the pathway still exists. So the winner of Split 1 still off to MSI, the winner of Split 2 still off to World Championships. So very cool. As it should be. Hashtag mm. no cap 2021, no cap. baby! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, love it. I love it. My, love it. Mike Nutt, what have you seen around the place? Mike Nutt has two bits of news. One mm. semi-gaming related, one not. Well, one definitely gaming related, one not. The first one that is not, <laughs> uh, Tesla are now opening uh, cryptocurrency for purchases. Like they will allow payments for their products. And it is a big interest because they have a 1.5 billion stake in 
Bitcoin at the moment. So uh, they're deciding to grow their cryptocurrency marketing by allowing payments via crypto, mm-hmm. which is quite cool. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, Mike yeah. It, I, my brain is like, it's its own trading. It's like, it's, no, it's not, because they don't own all of the Bitcoin. But it feels a bit like that. It does. It made oh, the nut tingle, yeah. but we got there in the end. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. It's a weird one. Is not a weird one, but it's a it, like if I don't know. I'm sure, like in in general sort of trading terms, um, you know, if they were ASX transactions or stuff like that, there'd be a regulator going, "No, you can't do that." Mm. Um, but you know, to to have them pump 1.5 billion dollars. I mean, you've seen what's happened to to Bitcoin prices since then. Yeah, um, they've gone up 15 mm. percent in the last 48 hours. Um, yeah. And to, to, to see that, to know that a company as powerful as Tesla is pumping that sort of money behind um, Bitcoin and then going, well, we're going to make sure that, you know, it, it essentially makes makes the value of people paying with that currency higher for them. Like it, mm. it's, you know, so <clears throat> um, it'll be a, a very interesting to see how it all sort of comes out in the wash i guess yeah. but i mean my yeah. my huge concern is just how volatile all the markets are at the moment um you know i worry about people who are taking risks like they're gambling on the stock market yeah. but with large volumes of money because it doesn't it, it doesn't seem real it's kind of like those places where you go where you have to give money to get a card and then you know you use the card to spend your dollars. That's what the stock market feels yeah. like. You know, you're not using your real money. I'm like, oh, I'm trading shares. It's not real money yeah. and, until you know you have to until you lose bill. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. one of the one of the concerns is that um, is, is that I'm yeah, I'm starting yeah. to see, particularly from you know financial um, reporters in the game, and you know people like your barefoot investor and stuff like that. I go, the, the, the difficulty that they have with it is that um, as far as they're concerned, apps now have gamified um, trading. They've gamified it. 100%. You know? <clears throat> so it's, it's immediate, you know, it's, it's immediate transactions. It's yeah. real-time um, increases and decreases. It's watching for market fluctuations. It's, you know, it's, it's all that stuff that traders and day traders and, and long-term and shorts and all that sort of stuff, all of the, the key terms have been doing for a long time. It's just that now because of the way that it's available in the palm of your hand and the notifications that you receive and the things that they add to it, like I oh, will give you a bit more of TRX, yeah. for example, today because you did five trades. Like, or, yeah. or congratulations, you made your first trade today. Like here's a notification. Like that sort of stuff. They've yeah. gamified trading. And that's mm-hmm. where it gets quite dangerous. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of these apps also use some really not user-friendly UI to create panic. Like they yeah, right. intentionally use particular fonts or use particular notifications and sound effects yeah. in ways that if you look at the research, you know that that is not good for people. Like if, if somebody tried to put all of that into a game, you would have game developers screaming, saying this is not yes. healthy and this is not okay. Um, yep. But they're doing it into a financial app. It's fine. We're giving freedom yeah. to all the poor people who are trying to invest <laughs> their money. And, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't mean it like that, but it's creating accessibility to everybody without necessarily giving everybody the financial literacy to understand the processes that are behind what they're doing. Um, yeah. It's just, I, I totally believe in empowering people, but it doesn't feel like empowerment. It feels fake. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can, my- I, can, I can tell you guys right now that I, like I, I jumped on board the, the crypto hype train couple of years back i lost a couple of grand um i still have a bit of crypto sort of floating there and um because of the hype around it the last sort of month started playing with it again and lost another 450 bucks um just doing the the day trading sort of stuff um trying to follow things like trends and announcements and excitement and hype and trying to get on bandwagons before you know bull runs happen and a bull run if you don't know is when um, you know a stock just takes off and goes bananas for a bit, um, so and and I I yeah got my ass handed to me, um, 
and it, it just I don't know. There's there is an excitement there. There mm. is like a genuine excitement that you're like if you're sitting there watching it for 15 minutes and just watching it climb and climb and climb and climb and climb. It it is it does feel very much like a video game, mm. and it it is a little thing where I've had to hold myself back and go. It's not man. That's real money that you're playing with there. Um, just sort of pull back, but. Yeah, anyway, I'm still holding on to my Dogecoin. I'm, I'm hodling. Nice. I'm hodling, you guys. Come on, Dogecoin. <laughs> to the moon. To the moon, Dogecoin. To the moon. To the moon. Uh, well, you know Tesla's behind it, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> I think they cooked us there. I think Elon Musk mucked around with Dogecoin to see he what did. the market would do. He did, yeah. And then went, here, yeah, Bitcoin, have that. Yeah, yeah, he tested with Doge before he, he invested. He so in did. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, I'm sorry uh, you've been a victim to that. Are you yeah, gonna, you may, maybe sue Elon. $38.26 is what my Dogecoin is currently worth. So, anyway. uh, Flexi, what was the other one? Mike Nutt. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> our first team, our first professional yes. e-race team has accepted the invite. And we are being joined by... <laughs> Mike Nutt doesn't have his proper glasses on under these. <laughs> Team Highlands Racing. Yes! Team Highlands yes. Racing. They are titled to be uh, arguably the most competitive roster on Forza right now. Ooh. So oh, definitely a good group awesome. to have on board. More information coming very, very, very soon for others, but keep so, this for to people, the ground. Keep so for people who don't know about the Forza tournament somehow, what's what are the deets? Mike Nutt has been placed here by Reflex. He had to go and do something, so I'm filling in. I'll do the best I can to call out what I know. Forza <laughs> is a video game. We're all here because we like video games. Yes. Alright, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't sure you were waiting for a response there, Mike Nutt. Yeah, the entire time Mike Nutt has done no questions. <laughs> okay, let me, so let, me continue. let me continue. We have a Forza tournament coming up on the 20th of February, which we are opening to the main event on the Sunday to 10 professional teams and two wildcard teams. Those of you who are wondering, but Mike, what is a wildcard team? It is a team that is found on a wild card. Uh, it's good. That's that's very right. clear. How does one get on said wild card? It is good answer. <laughs> Sorry, he wasn't finished. Right. Okay, yep, go on. Friday yep. before the main event, uh-huh. Mike uh-huh. Nutt has organised and is in the process of continuing to organise what will be aptly named the Nutfest where everybody will battle with their nuts to get a spot on the team to race against the other professional teams on Sunday. Can, can we have Flexi back? No. I want Flexi Oh, I quite back. like Mike Nut. I like him a lot. Dan oh, likes nut. Dan, you're an enabler, Dan. Stop it. I'm going to believe, I'm He's going to legend. admit, the nut feels enabled. In all seriousness, Friday previously, we will be opening it up to the community who wish to race on the Sunday against professional e-racers. They will be fighting for a spot on one of the two teams for the Sunday. So that'll be on Friday the 19th of Feb? Uh, yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah, the Friday pre- prior Fantastic. to the main event, yes. Yeah. Amazing. Nice. Um, and uh, I hear that... Um, Goa's bank might be open as well for prizing. The nut has oh, never had a spend, this hard. Spending some of that Doge <laughs> coin, are you, Pete? <laughs> what Doge? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can take all the can't, can't give it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, the bank of Goa. Uh, 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 um, yeah, there's a fairly good chance that the Bank of Goa is opening and these guys are racing for some serious coin. Now, uh, it does indeed. Um, so twitch.tv slash GameOnOz on the day, but keep an eye on across discord.gameonoz.com. Stonks! 
Mm. Um, and uh, we'll have all the information very, very soon. But one more time, mate, for people who are watching and listening and want to get involved, want to be one of the wild cards, when and where and how do they get involved? After this weekend, we'll be opening the events for people to sign up on at signup.gameonoz.com. And then from there, you'll be handed an information pack once it has been all finalised. And just keep an eye on your email for notifications. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Sorry, Reflex, not me. You don't need me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everyone needs that shirt. Look for the nut. And under the nut, you'll find a Reflex. That sounds really bad. You know what, bugger it. Run with it. Yes. Daddy boy, you're up. Yo. Oh, Daddy boy. Sorry, uh, I'll stop doing that. So, that's all right. Um, I found a little story today that warmed the cockles of my heart as a Warzone player where Raven and Infinity Ward have started really seriously banning cheaters in big numbers. Um, 60,000 were banned last week and they did a whole other batch today. So they reckon now, according to what I read... Um, about 300,000 cheaters have been banned from that game, which um, just boggles the mind, really, because I've never understood cheating in games. Like, why would you, you know, do whatever you can to give yourself that competitive advantage when game is just about gaming? You know, it just doesn't make sense to me. So to hear they're doing something about it um, in a big way is, uh, I think, good news. Yeah. I think, I think what we really need to deter these people is corporal punishment. That's Correct. what I think we'll teach them. Love that. Oh. Well, it's funny because um, I know during... Uh, I haven't played um, uh, the new one, Black Ops, yet, but I've, I've obviously played a lot of uh, Modern Warfare. And <laughs> I know it's sour grapes so I'm such a shit player, but I used to, ban- <laughs> I used to report a lot of people for cheating, especially the ones <laughs> who you could, you could totally tell they, they had that, that hack on where they could look through walls or, or you know, you were always tagged. Because yes. they just pump around the corner and just shoot you. You, you. There's no way they knew I was there. Anyway, so I used to actually go to the trouble of reporting and for cheating, <laughs> which is such sound great. And, no, um, no, not at all. Again, Keeping them on, I stand. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's either that or lag. I've got two things I can play. <laughs> um, but, yeah, to, to in, in that Warzone game, which, um, uh, you know, has so much potential, really, uh, and has done really well, obviously, but... but Things like that get ruined when you've got dudes or people who are just absolutely, you know, taking the piss to give themselves a competitive advantage. It really annoys me. So mm. to hear them actually doing something about it is great. I, I would really love them to take action against the people that are creating their mods and the codes. I know that um, yeah. that's what they were yep. doing with Fortnite. And one of the major orchestrators of the Fortnite cheat codes was a kid and there was this big uproar because people were saying the child should be held responsible for, you know, their behaviour and the parents were going to have to pay the financial yeah. penalty. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I don't think so. I think the kids should be taking responsibility for their yeah. behaviour. That's yeah. right. That's right, yeah. Actually, I think I've played that kid too. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty sure of that, actually. Hey, Reflex is back. Yeah. Hey, the, I know. He is. What's going on? Guess who's back. Back what happened again. to Mike? Who? Oh, Mike. I, I, there was a guy there before called Mike. Literally sitting in that chair. Mm. Talking about my pillow? No. no. Oh, it looks beautiful. It Look at looks that. very similar to you, but he has um, like big, big like glasses and. Uh, yeah, these are pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not. Not. <laughs> they're like foil. Foil. He, he looks yeah. like he's come from the eighties to warn us about something. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. exactly what I was like. No idea what you're talking about. I've been here the whole time. Dude, I, I really think I, <laughs> I just sit down is, going, I just sit down to the bathroom and I come back and you guys are like, yo, what's going on? There is a guy, there is another man living in your house. And it just you know, it doesn't appear like you don't know that, but there's another dude living in your house. Okay. I know my wife could look pretty rough sometimes. No. Don't need to go there. No. All right. No. She watches yeah, this sometimes. <laughs> Does she? I hope so. <laughs> That's um, what she tells you. I <laughs> I really appreciate them going to the trouble of mm. um, deleting cheaters. Hundred percent. I just don't think it's ever going to be an issue we're going to be rid of. 
And no, that's, that's the thing. Like, uh, like you, you, yeah. it's, you cut the head off a snake and another to appear. Like, like, I just don't feel like cheaters are a thing that no matter what they do, that we're ever going to be rid of. And the only thing that I feel like might actually be a genuine solution to this is games just openly allowing people to have their own dedicated servers to build communities around and to be able to play yeah. amongst, amongst themselves. Like, like yeah, you know, like, yeah, like COD coming out and going, here, Goa, um, here's a dedicated server for your community. And I, I don't know what that looks like or what it costs or how it happens, but for us to be able to have the peace of mind that if we put it out privately in our Discord and they go... Um, yep, here's, you know, jump in, here's 100 people multiplayer in a battle royale and it's all Discord people, then we can pretty much safely say we've eradicated cheaters because we know all the people in that Discord. Like, that's... Beyond that, openly online multiplayer, I just think it's we're never going to see the end of cheats. It's not going to no. happen. Have, no. have we heard much about what's happening with Valorant? Because they've obviously got a really evasive anti-cheat software that actually sits on your computer. You cannot play Valorant if you don't have this anti-cheat software on your computer. Yeah. Um, people do not like that, but I'm wondering what the actual result is of that because I've not heard... I haven't heard any... Well, no, what I mean is, though, I haven't heard of any cheaters in the game for Valorant. I mean, there's oh, not no, there much are. being spoken about with are. Valorant, but... The cheats, like, even though it's a kernel-level driver that like monitors everything that you do it's still made by man it's not perfect like there is no way to get around some things but for most parts you know anti-cheat systems are only are man made people are going to find a way around them well i think it's the sort of thing where it attracts people as a challenge Hmm. Like, if you, you know, there are, yeah. there are people out there who are hackers and cheaters who are seeing something like that and going, I, you know, like, like I'm going to be the Get first on. one who, yeah, well, exactly. Like, I'm going to be the first one whose team is going to finish the new Destiny 2 raid. Like, I'm going to be the first one who can lay claim in my communities on the dark web or wherever the hell they are or on 4chan that I was the first one to hack and cheat the anti cheat system on Valorant. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, you're gonna see it as a challenge, aren't it's, you? It's like game piracy. Yep. Um, you know who can get the game out, who can get a working crack out for the game first, and it's a competition mm. between yeah, you know, groups like you know uh, mm. who were they? I forget the names, but there's a key bunch of groups that specifically work on breaking anti-piracy measures in games. Denuvo mm. kind of fucked them up for a while because it introduced. Uh, things that would break in the game. Uh, I know one, for example, was uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, the first one, um, where if you had a pirated mm-hmm. copy in the game, knew you had a pirated copy, it would let you play, assuming that everything's fine. But when it came time to, I don't know, double jump or to glide, you can't double jump. Your glide's not working. You fall mm. straight to the floor. People have fallen... Mm. Uh, you know, fallen on the negative side of that and been stupid people and posted up on like the company's forums going, hey guys, when I do this, this happens. And then the owners of the game come by and go, yeah, we know. We told it to do that as an indication that you're cheating. Like, Expect a lawsuit, someone's coming. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's classic. Mm. <laughs> oh, I do need to quickly interrupt to say congratulations to Sticks because he is the most awesome man on the planet Earth. He has subscribed again to us on Twitch. 37 yes. months. Thank you. Yes. Hero of the people. Hero of the people. Indeed. Um, the, the, uh, now, I'm not sure if it's him or if it's uh, Menthonzo. But one of those two is the current record holder for subscriptions to the channel. I'm Huge. not sure which one. Um, but they're going for, I mean, 37 months is three years. Yeah. Yep. Incredible. Yeah, that's huge. Dedication. Um, just it. quickly, just quickly, Mercury says, I'm pretty sure Valorant has a thing where if you can get uh, past their Vanguard system, they pay you a reward. Now, I just had a quick look, and April last year, uh, on one esports.gg, yes, Riot also launched 
the Vanguard Bounty Opportunity Program for anyone who finds exploits for its anti-cheat system in an effort to ensure players' security. They are offering rewards of up to US $100,000 for high-quality reports that demonstrate exploits on the Vanguard kernel driver. Wow. Wow. That's one way to do it. The Bounty Program includes different categories and subcategories that the security team has detailed in a Hacker One post. The rewards are also granted entirely at the discretion of Riot. So, I mean, whether they actually grant the rewards or not, who knows? Um, but there you go. It's, yeah. There was um, a, one a challenge. situation uh, that happened on my channel a couple of weeks ago where a guy that I was playing Counter-Strike with, we all knew he was cheating from the get-go. His name's Doug. If you've ever heard that name, you know what that's about. Um he, Bloody Doug. Yeah, it's always mm-hmm. Doug. He basically, I caught on to him cheating straight away, and I played dumb because I thought, you know what? Let's let's actually get this guy. Let's let's do this properly. So, decided to befriend him, and then kind of played it chill for a bit, and then it went quiet. I haven't seen him for a few days, so I messaged him, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it now. I'm I'm gonna say it right now. So I said, hey, look, mate, I'm not an idiot. I've been playing this game for six years. You know, I, I'm. I'm <laughs> It's it's bloody obvious. I want in. He's like, oh, but you're good enough. You don't need to cheat. I'm like, no, no, no. Just, I, I just, I just want to see how these cheats work. Like, can you send me the files? And I, I just, I just want to see how these work. He goes, oh, well, I didn't. I can't send you the files because they track your hardware ID. Blah 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 blah. But I use these ones. So I ended up buying a copy of those cheats and sending them straight to Valve's anti-cheat submission email. And he was banned the next day. Now, oh. all good that I managed to get a cheat banned, but the repercussion for my channel with the amount of trolls I had for the next week? Holy <laughs> shit. Don't ever befriend a 14-year-old and do that to them. <laughs> they do not stop. They are fucking relentless. <laughs> it is insane. They got the time. They've got the time, mate. I know, and I thought I did too, but holy shit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. The amount of people that came out after this one guy got banned, it was borderline criminal. Hmm. Um, also, just on that note, if you're an older person and you're online, don't go befriending 14-year-olds in general. No. <laughs> it's frowned upon. a safe call. Fuck. <laughs> It was um, Mike. It was Mike. Who? Oh, yeah. No, now I know. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Doug. All right. And on that note, I think we're going to piss off. Hey, um, Flexi, you're on, yeah? Do you, do you need us to, like, do some music or something to play you in? Like, it's not going to take me that long ready to get to from screen? here to over there. <laughs> oh, well, what, what do you need? T- ten second prelude or something? If all of you can just... I don't know. Second time I've hit my head on the mic. Bloody hell, that hurt. Oh my god. I'm a professional streamer, can you tell? So good. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for your streaming pleasure. Oh no, the microphone popped out. To the viewers, thank you. Thanks for the kind words, uh, everybody. Um, You're very welcome. Thanks for hanging out uh, and for watching the chat tonight. We really appreciate it. If you're listening and you got this far, you made it to this end of the podcast, thank you. Uh, If you're on the podcast, subscribe. If you are in the Twitch chat, subscribe. Um, guys, we have some really exciting news um, just uh, on, on the front of a couple of things, Goa. Um, as I mentioned last week, Lenovo, Lene- Lenovo Legion are officially signed um, as a partner for the year, so you're going to see more details floating through about that. That's why um, our tournaments this year, we will be able to go to Goa's little piggy bank and crack it open um, and put on some pretty epic things for people this year. Um, Pentanet is also now signed, um, which is <gasps> Yes! Pentanet's with us. Um, We're just working some uh, finer details out, but Pentanet's with us for the ride this year, um, which is very cool. 
Um, so a lot of great things. Um, and the other thing, the really important thing is um, if you are a long-time Goa member, community member, um, Twitch subscriber, whatever, uh, save your pennies. Um, not that I'm going to say that this is going to be particularly expensive or anything. Save but your we are launching something next month that we are touting as going to be um, very helpful to gamers across the country. Uh, something that's going to help break down walls when it comes to accessibility in top tier technology, um, like the Lenovo Legion technology, for example. Um, we're going to be bringing something to the, the community, but a proper something. Like we do a lot of awesome things. This is actually something where like this is going to hopefully um, be able to help you in your content creation, um, help you in your gaming, help you in your technology, help you with affordability, uh, all of that sort of stuff and, and, and help you actually get a lot more out of being a Goa community member than you ever have before. So um, stick around. You're going to have more details on that coming your way very, very soon. But uh, yeah, very cool things on the way. Beautiful. All right, we're out of here. Flexi, over to you, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Natty. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Pete. Uh, Thank you, Mike. We're we're gone. Um, But as we always say, as we always say. Don't forget to save. Don't forget to save. Yes. My feet hurt. See ya. Bye. (laughs) That's (laughs) all.